We all are a bit prodigal in different areas of our life, running from the light because it can be vulnerable and scary. However, in the end, the darkness is where monsters exist and nightmares are formed. As mothers, we know this common analogy by way of night terrors, sweats, or broken sleep with our kiddos. But as adults, we have an opportunity to choose where our minds and hearts go. Just as the waves toss the stone through rough currents and conditions, life has a way of grasping hold of us, trying to cause damage and brokenness. But God, our good, graceful, and purpose Father, has a way of turning stones to pearls. He has a way of turning prodigals to princesses. Liz Anderson, mother to three, wife to Paul, creative business owner and heart-driven ministry leader, brings all of the stones to the surface, giving way to the testimony of not what anchors her, but who anchors her. Stay tuned for truth surrounding this woman's Cinderella princess transformation. We are all in pursuit of something more. Wherever, whatever, or whoever your more is, I want to help you get there, wholly, fully, authentically, and truly fit. The Fit and Faith movement was birthed through my own trial and error discovery of mind, body, and soul alignment. I learned firsthand that being fit isn't about our physique at all. It's about the wholeness of our heart and the root of our joy. This isn't a fitness podcast. This isn't a quick fix health detox ploy. This isn't confusing religious banter. This is a whole body health checkup, focusing on the heart. This is an opportunity to join me alongside other big dreamers, innovative movers, and lifestyle shapers as we explore and share our messy comeback stories to wholeness. If you're one step away from achieving your idea of something more, tune in for practical, fun, and healthy ways to ignite yourself into even more. Welcome to the Fit and Faith Podcast with me, Tamerlane Andress. There is no better time than now to get fit. So happy that you're here. I'm excited you had me. It's it's good that it's a Monday because it's a great way to start the week to just have this quality purpose time with you. So I'm thankful for that. Um, before we get started, we wanted to pray. Yes. Usually we pray off camera, um, but Liz felt compelled to do it on camera. So may the Holy Spirit be with us. Yes. Dearly Father God, we just thank you for this time that you've given us. Lord, I just pray... Um, wholeheartedly that you meet us in this place and father that you be on our hearts and lord that our words um our words that you've cultivated and conversation that you have brought up lord that just brings you glory and father um that whoever's listening today that their hearts may be open just to receive the word you may have for them or um who listen to this in the future god we just lift these um ladies and men up to you and we just ask that you open their hearts um to receive what you're going to authentically bring out so in jesus name name, amen Amen. so i'm so pumped to introduce you guys to somebody who has become a very fast friend and i think i've said that on a couple of my podcasts and i was realizing it as i was just um kind of thinking about what today was going to be like and what conversations we were going to come up with and as i've told you before we don't really prepare we don't even talk like literally haven't had a conversation about what's going to come out which always makes it that much more authentic but i was realizing that my first true interaction though we had been instagram friends first um, she approached me at a funeral reception yep. and just like beelined across the room and introduced herself. And first off, if you are an Instagram friend or follower of any sort to anyone or others receive you as such, like do that. I was so touched by that day, by that moment, and uh, it made me like giddy inside to know that there's people on the other side of the vulnerability that I choose to share. And since that conversation, obviously, I immediately followed you back and kind of like went through your feed and knew instantly that there was a connection between us. Absolutely. Uh, one, not only because of our families and the size of our families and the age and that, but just the dynamic of your heart towards people. The fact that you were at this funeral reception, that you had coordinated essentially cleaned this woman's entire house, set up the entire reception, and you weren't even really like that close to her. It just, it was incredibly moving. And you think when you see things like that, almost 
as if, oh, this is too good to be true. It's like when someone says, she's too nice. Like, there's something not right. Well, I've now witnessed and walked life out with you for months ever since then, and you really are that kind, that sweet, and that generous. And I'm so grateful. (laughs) I'm just grateful. It's something that I want to glean from, something that I want to pour into others and the way that you love people. So if you haven't had the chance to be loved by Liz and you uh, connect with her sometime during this podcast or thereafter, I would really encourage you to reach out because she is purposed in her time and she dedicates um, her heart to each person that she gets the opportunity to get to know. So you are blessed and you don't even know it yet. So welcome, Liz. Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited to be on this podcast, a little nervous too, um, but just have been praying over um, this for a few weeks now, I think, as we've kind of talked about dates and working and coordinating, and even the date we had previously, I didn't feel that that was right either, wow. and you're like, oh, like it's taken. I'm like, God, you're so good. Like I didn't yeah. feel on my heart, and then you said this date, and I'm like, yeah, it's a great date, so I'm glad that we got this time just to yeah. talk. And today's extra special because... It is my oldest daughter turned 16 today and I'm having a hard time thinking I'm a mom of a 16 year old. Isn't that wild? It is. I just went into, where did we go? Apple yesterday to get her AirPods because that's a 16 year old thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, And she has been asking for them. And the guy helping us told my mom happy Mother's Day and didn't tell me, but I didn't take offense. He's like, <laughs> my mom's like, she's a mom too. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like, <laughs> she, turns 16 <laughs> she turns 16 tomorrow and you don't know that Gosh. I'm a mom. Then uh, Face wash is working. Yeah. Moisturizer. <laughs> exactly. Moisturizer. It's doing good. It's doing yes. good. You do look really young for a 16 year old. Oh, Mind you. you, how old were you when you had her? I yeah. was yeah, I was right before I turned 21. Yeah, mm-hmm. you were, we got I mean, married. On the younger edge. Of... Yeah, I got married at 19, and my kids look at me and are like, "You would kill us if we marry at 19." Isn't I'm like, true? "You are right." <laughs> You're like, "Don't even try it." <laughs> what a double edge. So, did you know? I don't know that I even know. Do you? Did you know Paul for a long time before that? So, Paul and I went to high school together. Okay. Um, we were not high school sweethearts. Okay. There was my freshman year that I was like, "Oh, this boy." Um, I have an older brother who was a senior at the time, and he's like, no, this boy. So he (laughs) destroyed anything that was going to be at that time. That's awesome. And then God brought us back later on together. That's so cool. After I graduated. And then that was fast a fast dating experience? It was. um, Ooh, you're putting me on the spot now. Ooh, I know. I like Um, the juicy. Give me the juicy. (laughs) So we went to high school together. He left before he went to the military. He um, stopped by my house and was like, you know, I wish we would have, I would have given you a chance, like, in high school. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm taken. Like, I was in a long relationship with my high school sweetheart at the time. So I was like, okay, have fun. Good luck. <laughs> and I didn't know what else to say. So he left, and then we connected probably, I don't know, two years later. Wow. He went in the military. Yeah. He's still, of course, in the Navy today. And um, I came out to visit him, and for two weeks, we kind of... Spent time together, did life together, oh and he proposed. Gosh. Oh my gosh! During I that know. time, you weren't even dating technically. Well, you we were talking, had been talk, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do how they you still talk. call it that? I don't know. That's so funny. So, we're old. I have to ask your sixteen-year-old daughter next time I see her. Oh no, they don't say talking. They don't say talking. Yeah, they're don't. just. What are they? I, with social media now, I don't know oh, what to call true. it. True. Yeah, it's a little weird. We're tweeting. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Snapchatting. We're chatting. I'm, they don't chat, that's for sure. They can talk online, but when they see each other, they become quiet. They're silent? Oh, yeah. It's a little strange. Ooh, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, I okay, think so. Okay, keep going. So where were we? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that you guys were um, oh, yeah. not really talking, but yeah, talking. Yeah, like we were talking just like online often, okay. and we talk on the phone occasionally. So yeah. there was something there, and we came out, and I came out here not with the intentions oh of gosh. after two weeks, like him saying, let's get married. So I planned a wedding in three and a half months. Um, People thought I was crazy. I was crazy, probably. We both were crazy, but I think we, um, I think we both coveted like the family and the aspect of where we both were in our lives. Like I just kind of think like we both kind of saved each other. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So. Wow. That's where that was. That and, is incredible. Yeah. And then Cheyenne, I found out I ended up being pregnant nine months after we got married. Yeah. 
about that time. Wow. And she, yeah. And then she was born. So, yes, That's right incredible. before I turned 21. Wow, that is really cool. So happy birthday, shout out. Yes, happy birthday, shout out, girlfriend. I know she's having a big beach party on Sunday, which yes, will be she fun. Is. That's yeah. awesome. So you have Cheyenne, and then you've got two other I do. Babies. I have Savannah, who will be 10 this year. And I have Aisley, who is our youngest um, and bravest <laughs> and keeps us young, who is three. She's like your, even though she's a adorable little sweet girl she's like your boy if i was to compare her to like a a mixed gender like group of family because she is she is just like i'll do whatever i am free-spirited i will climb to the highest mountain which is the refrigerator in the house and get (laughs) on top of it so i love that i love that i think it's good to have all of those different personalities together especially if you hadn't experienced it is but i will tell you nothing has brought me to the cross more than being a mom like for prayer speaking of mother's day which just happened yesterday that is so true so how was your mother's day it was good it was good good. it was pseudo relaxing i really wished i was just on the beach but it wasn't very sunny so so funny we talked about the beach too but ours was relaxing too yeah it was relaxing we did i did do something with my little guy who is five um and i'm ashamed to admit this to certain people and then really proud to others so I watched my first Star Wars movie. Oh. I've never seen Star Wars, and my son is somehow, not somehow, I know exactly how, our incredible babysitter who has been with him for five years is Star Wars obsessed and will talk to me about it every single day if I let her. Um, and so my son absolutely loves it, and it was my turn to figure out who Obi-Wan Kenobi and R2-D2 and C-3PO and all these people were. And when I found out that Obi-Wan Kenobi was a Jedi, which that sounds electronic to me anyway it was just a person like a dude I'm like what you were disappointed yeah I was I'm like he's just a man Obi-Wan Kenobi no I don't I don't like it I would rewrite this whole entire thing (laughs) so I did watch it and we went out of order which uh, again Star Wars fans are gonna kill me for doing Mm -hmm. such but it was a sweet time with my little boy and I think so good additionally a part of the reason it was so sweet is because I was really intentional with it Mm mm-hmm but unintentionally intentional because I, doing a motherly job of doing laundry on Mother's Day yes. that morning, I decided to wash my cell phone. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So it went through a delicate cycle. And you just got your phone. I just got my new Apple phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one with a really nice camera and all that stuff. Out. A week later, it's in the wash machine testing if it's actually waterproof. It's not. So be careful. And let Apple know. <laughs> let Apple know. <laughs> but it's been incredible the last 24 hours to be without a cell phone mm-hmm. while also coordinating this, mm-hmm. coordinating a video shoot later for the retreat coming up in October. It Which been, I'm so excited about. Oh, it's going to be incredible. Yes. But it's very interesting to go backwards in time and not have a cell phone. No one can get in touch with you, which is kind of amazing, Mm -hmm. but then also kind of petrifying. Right. Because I'm like, what if somebody needs me and my kids are at school and that, like, how are they going to, how are they going to touch base? But the day still goes on and things still got done and we still still are sitting here. And the retreat is still going to happen. Yes. Which... is going to be so much fun. And I am so excited. Me too. So I want to share how you're kind of um, being brought into that mix because I think it's kind of twofold. And we haven't even talked about really one component of it, but I know it's going to happen regardless because Mm -hmm. it's just in your nature. So you have two businesses. I do. (laughs) Yeah. And you're a full-time mom. And a I military am. wife and spouse, which is a thing in and of itself. If yes, you talk that's about a whole titles. other conversation. We could spend an hour on that alone. Yes, we could. <laughs> which I want to do dive into that a little bit, but okay. go on. What part? Blissfully. Blissfully. So my husband and I, um, three years ago, a little bit more than three years now, have a boutique that is mainly on Etsy um, and very much local. So in this area in Chesapeake, we do stuff for the high schools and spirit wear and things like that. But we also have the component of our boutique on Etsy, which are shirt designs that I get to design and create, which that's my passion. Not necessarily the business side of it all. My passion is to just create and just to get ideas and be able to take them and put them on a t-shirt, on a mug. I love 
personalization because it's an identity, like your name. And that is so important to people. And if you hear when people walk into a store, they're like, I can't find my name. Yes. You know, I get so upset. Yes. It's so true. And so it's like easy when they call, they, like they come to us, can you put a name on it? Of course. Well, we can't find this person's name on anything. So it's just kind of been neat to like, people love seeing their name on things. So that's kind of how that started. Um, I also think it was a God thing in the sense that it was provided in a time where we needed financial help in yeah. that sense. Yeah. But I also felt my calling into ministry. Simultaneously. Mm. So I did. Oh, wow. Like okay. this was kind of all the same, but I didn't know what that looked like. Right. So I kind of just started scared here in the boutique part. Cool. It has definitely been a financial like blessing in our lives, which yeah. then has in turn, we just hired our first person who she wow, is so amazing. Cool. Yes. Yeah, so she's an assistant of mine and she's so sweet. That's amazing. Um, so brings so much help, which then has allowed me now to slowly start transitioning into the ministry, ministry aspect, which is definitely, you know, me, my passion. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and that's opened up a lot more times, yeah. which so explain that, explain the ministry component. So the ministry component, um, I just felt God laying on my heart, uh, women's ministry, um, that wasn't necessarily in one place, but in a place that we could just reach out to all women. And I don't yeah. necessarily know what that looks like. Yeah. Um, it's been in the works for three years. Mm-hmm. We came, went live October of 2018, um, and just stepped out in faith and said, yeah. God, whatever you have, um, for us. In that time, let's kind of bring in like friendships that were created yeah. and different things of even meeting you and Morgan and just all of these things, doors started opening. And I said, God, just as you'll know in my testimony, I'll take the step if you meet me with the next one. Mm-hmm. And he did. Um, and that even led to more things of being able to share testimony, being able just to encourage women. I mean, yeah. prodigal to princess. Um on social media, it's from Prodigal to Princess on Instagram and Facebook, yeah. and then on the website, it's prodigaltoprincess.com. But that is just to um, empower women mm-hmm. to turn the prodigal areas of their life over to Jesus mm-hmm. and just to surrender them at the cross, and that is the whole purpose. Wow. So, I love that it has like just uh, the I like the prodigal areas of your life. And obviously that in turn is your entire self and your whole heart, because generally speaking, there are always goodness in each of us. And there's parts of our lives that are good and with the flow and Mm -hmm. and on the right path. And then there's those other spaces that just can get off course, which then cause misalignment, um, which then it always seems like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I'm referring to Star Wars right now. Oh, Tess, you're going to be so proud of me, but it feels like the dark side has an opportunity and a strength to pull you in. And I'm, I, I know this from experience of my own life and my own testimony and feeling like so, uh, compelled to out of curiosity And, you know, there's the concept of the grass is greener on the other side, whether that is in any facet of your life. Um, You guys, as a a married couple, have witnessed that. Individually, you witness that, whether it's with a job, whether it's a, um, it could be, gosh, anything, even positions that you're in, um, titles that you're curious about. It looks like on social media from somebody else's highlight reel, the grass has got to be greener in sunny California, where the sun is always shining and these women look like they're not actually ever working. Well, we can take all of those pieces and and realize that it's not greener. It's greener where you water it. Absolutely, yeah. And that concept has literally shifted my entire life. Every component of that comparison that's so easily to fall into, that darkness that's so easily to fall into, that if we just focus on the light and we focus on where the light is shining, it's not always going to be beautiful bouquets of flower. You have to pick the weeds. Mm -hmm. You have to reseed. Like there's so much to that. So I love that you give people an invitation literally just by the name of your ministry to let people know that there's an in, that there's an opportunity that you don't have to come in perfection right? because that in and of itself can be detrimental 
to our concepts of identity. That was the whole thing is to invite women as they are, who they are. So much we are a society that we go to church and we're like, how are you? Fine. I'm great. And we're not. Yeah. And there were times in my darkest hour that you just wanted somebody to say, I've been through it or I'm here and I, and we've made it or, and that was the whole thing of, yeah, prodigal, like we're all prodigal at one time and we accept and have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And, but there's areas through the whole sanctification process, you know, where God's taking us, his purpose for us is there's prodigal areas we turn over. I still have areas in my life that I'm like, Oh Jesus! Like I need yeah. some help, <laughs> you know. Totally. Like, so. Yeah, and that's why they say from glory to glory to glory because it's not just mountaintop to mountaintop, mountaintop. There's mm-hmm. from mountaintop to valley, to mountaintop to valley. You can't just jump across. You got to right. walk through it. Mm-hmm. And when you're down in the valley, there's darkness, and there that's is. pulling that out. But it kind of even circles back to the concept of blissfully vinyl designs is that there is your name. And like, Mm -hmm. there's so much conversation in the Bible about how like God names us and you're given a new name in your identity with Christ. And I remember during my coming back to the Lord, when I took like full ownership of my name, which is the same name that I had been given in marriage Mm -hmm. years prior to, um, but I just... I took this claim towards the Andrus component of my name and I'd always been really proud of Tamara Lee and I think that, and I was it was TLC at mm-hmm. one point with my maiden name oh, and so cute. I just I even had that tattooed at one point. Uh, it's no longer there because I'm not just a TLC. Like mm-hmm. I am more an Andrus now than I ever have been in my whole life. And not to say that I forget my roots, but right. my name, this Andrus component of who I am is this um this run in the symbiotic component of my of my love life that has created now this foundation for my home and the foundation of the one person that is my person that we are everywhere together even when we're not in person together that I am his and he is mine mm-hmm. and that that an identity like, yes. yes it's a part whether while I am just Tamerly Andrus solely and Tamerly Cornwell if you want to look at it from that perspective mm-hmm. too I, a part of my identity, a huge part of my identity is the fact that I'm a spouse mm-hmm. to this man. And it's so funny bringing that up because I've been just praying for this time. Yeah. The word that kept coming to me was identity. Yeah. Like that is the word God laid on my heart. Yeah. And I think it came from a component of with this ministry and this coming up, I was praying to God and I'm like, what, like, what is on my heart? Like yeah. what, what is my why in this? Mm. And my why, where I thought it was, which I am very passionate about marriage, Yeah. but there's so much more in my life and in my identity Mm. that was not just the testimony of our marriage. And God kept bringing me back to identity. Yeah. It's your identity in me. Yeah. And you're anchored into a source that when the waves got big, you Mm. did not move. Mm. You did not. And yeah, I might've swayed a little bit here and there. But my source, I was anchored in. Yeah, that's good. And I knew my identity. So mm-hmm. because I knew my identity was in Christ, when those storms came, I wasn't shifted. Yeah. And it wasn't whether it was marriage. It wasn't whether it was being abandoned and not mm-hmm. having a relationship with my father growing up mm-hmm. that I coveted and wanted. Um, it wasn't in just walking through the different um just different things that, um, drug abuse and alcohol abuse brings when you're growing up. It's in all of those that God says, because your identity was in me, Mm. then you were able to do it. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Like that's the whole purpose. Like, so so then my ministry really became in really empowering women to know, know your identity. I told it, taught it in, um, a Bible study. I teach a Bible study for women on Wednesday mornings and I asked them like if you can't say where your identity is or who your identity is then you when the storms come you don't have anything anchoring you in so who does Christ masses right and you're going to become cultures asking us to do exactly who the world wants you to be you're not going to have anything to stand on yeah whereas in my just in myself Jesus Christ is a firm foundation yeah and 
that is what has kept me. And that's where God said, you know, it's not in all of these things. Yes, these are your testimonies. It's where your identity was. You knew who you were. And that's so, and that's something that God put on my heart. I remember at a young age saying, I had to look in the mirror every day and say, you're beautiful. Thank you, God, for making me beautiful. Because there's times when we're, for even young girls that are like, oh my gosh, yeah. Who am I? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I'm thinking as you're talking about the ocean and, you know, the waves, waves in the ocean means so much to me. And so like that being tossed to and fro and you'll do so no matter what type of person, no matter who is calling you into their clique or into that genre of person. And I remember in high school, while I had like a, um, definitely my crowd that I ran with, I was also an athlete just as I was in student government, just as I was able to hang out with people who were athletes who might have been doing some other things in their spare time. And then I was in the Christian group. Girl, I think we are soul sisters. Like I, we are so just like even talking so much back and forth. Every time we're talking, I'm like, we're related. Yes. You are good. I need you. Yes. I need you. Cause I, 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 even in that time I felt like when I was with certain people, I was a certain way. And I've had a conversation with a friend who didn't consider herself a friend at the time, more so just acquaintances because we would see each other only certain times during that schedule of people. And she told me, (laughs) this is like maybe a year and a half ago, we're sitting in the car by ourselves because we were going to a women's conference in Williamsburg with a bunch of girls. And it just so happened that we got this one-on-one time and she's like, can I be honest with you? And I'm like, okay. And I just kind of smiled ear to ear because I have in the last three years claimed my identity so much, Mm -hmm. so much so that words of any sort don't affect me in the same way that they did before. And mind you, I'm human. I I am brittle and frail, Mm -hmm. just like the next person. But as I've learned, it's not about hardening your heart. It's about thickening your skin Mm -hmm. and and comprehending that God has my heart contained and that while my, my flesh might hurt or be broken, I'll be okay because God's got me contained and safe in this harbor of speaking of the water. So she said, she told me that uh, I didn't really like think that you liked me in high school. And I'm like, really? Whatever gave you that? She's like, I don't know. You never did anything. You never said anything. I just you would ignore me sort of, but you didn't intentionally ignore me. We just weren't friends when you were in certain spaces And I smiled from ear to ear and I'm like, you're right. I didn't know who I was at that time in my life. And if I could like preach that message every single day to any girl, Mm -hmm. speaking of your 16 year old daughter, like that was the time I, I think of my 16 year old self and I just want to like literally pick her up. Like I would pick up my daughter and just like stroke her hair and just be like, Oh, sweet girl, if you only knew, if you only knew how beautiful you are, if you only knew, yes, how good you and you alone are, that no boy, no girl, no teacher, no mother and father, no test, no test, no sport, no medal, no Mm -hmm. achievement can make you the goodness that I've already given you within. Mm -hmm. And that is literally, I was having a conversation with Gary about it last night. He's like, my desire and my purpose in life is to just cultivate the heart and the character of our children. And you know, Gary, he is a good man. And I feel like he's got this ministry inside of him, but I can't for dad. You see it. Yes. But like, I'm the achiever in that. And he's just like, I just want to bring it home. I just, I'm here to bring it home. And I admire that so much in him. And I'm so thankful for our babies, but to bring it full circle, it's just that, that tossing and turning of the anchor. And like, when you actually get to that anchored place, no matter what people say or how they previously perceived you, it doesn't even matter then because it's who you are right now. now. And that we have the access and ability because Tomorrow is not promised, but yesterday was already forgotten. It's already been forgiven. Like literally God doesn't even remember the brokenness or the the wrong step that you've made. He's already forgiven you. It's just a matter of us comprehending and forgiving ourselves, which in identity is probably the hardest part of shame Mm -hmm. and all of that is everybody else is like, okay, no big deal. 
but we take it to heart. We are the ones looking in the mirror being like, I'm broken. I'm not beautiful. Right. God would never say that about us. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> you kind of have me true? just like, yeah, it is. I mean, even our the spouses. The richness of it. Mm-hmm. Even our spouses, when I've made a wrong step, like my husband's still, you're a beautiful mother. You're a beautiful wife. You're a beautiful friend. And even when we don't feel that way. As mothers, we are constantly caring for others. It's our innate nature, but it's also our deepest reciprocated need. Yet, so often we don't take the time to rest, rejuvenate, or restore the glass that we are always pouring out of. You are worthy of this time. You are purposed for this space to find your freedom. You are welcome to take a breath that's only meant for you. Women's Wellness Weekend, you will be celebrated and replenished mentally, physically, and spiritually to be your best self for your best people. Join the Oceanside three-day, two-night retreat. Come be free to get whole. And how good, too, is God also reminds us if, if our eyes are open, the people that he brings in our path are at just the right time or friendships that are cultivated or yeah. things like there's so many opportunities for him to say, you're beautiful. Yeah. You know, I've created you. I know you by name. Um, and that's just taken me so mm-hmm. far too. in the yeah. times that I wasn't sure who I was. And like you yeah. brought up Gary mm-hmm. and talking about <laughs> the passion he has for raising these hearts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's raising a son mm-hmm. too, as well as a daughter. So where it may not, may he may have that core within your home yeah. that is building a legacy mm-hmm. For that boy to go out and do maybe not what his dad feels called to do. Maybe yeah. he's called to oh, do it. That gives me chills. So, That's so cool to think about. You know, yeah. like yeah. maybe oh. it is. He, maybe yeah. He's putting roots down in that little boy. Yeah. And that is amazing in itself. That's and beautiful. that is something even, I mean, like I said, is I didn't have my dad. And the idea of just a man like caring and loving and being like God was to me. That's where, like, God has released me for that. I have, like, walking still through forgiveness and all of that. But um, just God, in the sense, saying, I'm your father, and he was that to me. Like, Gary, even though you guys, that's even encompassed even more as having God there as well, too. But that little boy living a legacy. Like, you guys are building a legacy as a family. You're talking about identity. That's an identity that goes on and on. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a blessing to be able to do that. And I've had such a drawl and I say this out loud. Sorry, babe. I know that you're not on board with this right now yet, (laughs) maybe one day, but I've just had this since coming into my own identity, this like passion to like mother. And it's not necessarily, I don't know who it's for. I don't know if it's for to have another baby even. Um, but this desire to just pour that part of myself into someone fully and, I, I didn't have that when I was pregnant with Waverly or Cooper. Mm-hmm. I was still tossed in the waves, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. And um, didn't even feel like in hindsight that I enjoyed those moments as much as I should have. And so I feel like it was taken from me and I want it back. And right, right. I don't know what that looks like. And that's like a super vulnerable thing to even share because I might not ever have another baby, but I also have these babies who are still mm-hmm. so little for me to pour that into. Um, and, and when I see pregnant women, which, you know, I had that pregnant, I would say ministry in hindsight, because uh-huh. at the time I didn't know it was a ministry. It was just a business. Yeah. Um, but, uh, with modern maternity that then evolved into mom and me boutique, I just loved pregnant women. I just love that season. I love the grandmas in that season. Mm-hmm. I love the little siblings who are about to have have this new experience. The excitement, um, yes, the glow, the glow, the beauty yes, of the these beauty. women. Yes. But talk about not feeling confident or not feeling loved or not feeling like um, like good enough almost. The amount of women that would come through those doors that felt 
you know, exhausted, Mm -hmm. that felt gross, that felt Mm -hmm. unbeautiful, that felt unworthy of being admired from a stranger, it always blew my mind. I'm like, are you kidding me? You are beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this was even before I comprehended the value of the life being created within them. Yes, I knew it was a beautiful experience and I you know, had my, my godly sense of goodness, but nothing like I do from the standpoint of identity now. It's Um, funny you said that because with our third, um, that was post after every, like our kind of our testimony, which we might get into this time, maybe save for another, however it comes out. But, um, where was I going with that? Just that a mental you were pregnant note. with Aisley. Yeah, so when I was pregnant with Aisley, the whole identity component where I knew who I was. Like, yeah. I had already gone oh, through these I things. And that. I I knew the woman I was, no matter what anybody said. And yeah. raising her that way was totally different wow. than raising See? my other two. Come on, Gary. I Get know. on board. <laughs> I'm Team Tamara. So. I love it. Um, did you tell him that your daughter told me that you were at that one time? I didn't. Oh, I didn't. See? I had to tell him. He'll, yes. he'll just close his ear. I'm yeah. mom, mom, He's mom, like, mom. I'm not hearing it. I don't know what you're talking about. That's um, funny. But yeah, it it's was, so it was quite, it's so in comparison to before, like with, with the other two, how was it different? I think different is because you allow so much of the world in Mm -hmm. to tell you how to raise them Mm -hmm. or how you should raise them or Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be doing this or they should be doing this. And it was just the thought of, I know who I am. I know who I want these babies to be. And prayer as much prayer as like God has them. It's good. And a Bible study that was so good too was um, mom set free. Have you done that? No, I haven't. Jeannie Cunningham's amazing. But, um, she has a study out there that just talks about that we don't have to hold the burden of motherhood that sometimes is heavy. Wow. wow. And it's just about um, being free within them, just being free within being a mom That's and knowing gorgeous. Jesus has them. Like God yeah. has them. There is a purpose and a plan, and you can't mess that up. Like, That's because so good. they are already, yeah. So it kind of goes on that line, but it was life changing wow. in yeah. the sense to say, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to mess these kids up. How right. many times do we think like, <laughs> so true. So it was just coming in maybe to being in my thirties versus yeah. being 20, you yeah, know, like true. I have a big age gap sure, sure. Um, between the girls yeah. and it was just knowing who I was. 30 yeah. is a good age. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite. I yeah, love it. It's been my favorite so far. So I don't know what 40 has and it yeah. can stay away a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, 30 has been good just to be like, I know yeah. who I was creating. Yeah, it's so true. And then even when you were talking about that, you can't mess it up. Like the whole concept of motherhood, I think a big thing that I'm always like trying to break through is that mom guilt component Mm. because, and you probably feel it too, because Mm. you are doing all the things, right? And I don't do it without like full intention and full in knowledge of the calling of the places that I'm spending my time in, um, where before I was doing it because I was doing, and right. now I'm doing it out of being, um, I know I'm supposed to be at core when I'm there. Right. I know I'm supposed to be creating this retreat that is then going to create many retreats thereafter. Right. I know fit and faith in this podcast has so much purpose for outside of me, outside of where God calls me to be. It's for all of the people in lives that it touches. Um, and yet at the very same time, I also know God wants me to be mm-hmm. a mom and be a wife. And part of that is being present. Right. And so I have this like constant balance in my schedule and making sure that sometimes I just give up to all of the places that are calling me to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I just say, Nope, home is where the heart is right this moment. Right. And this is the, these people need me. Um, but at the, on the contrary, and this is where the conversation was with Gary, he was like, I don't, I don't, um, judge you for doing all of these things. I don't think that it's a bad thing by any means. This is just where I know I'm supposed to be. And I love that you're supposed to be in those places too. Um, but it's just that mom guilt thing just weighs so heavy. And it's so hard. We struggle with it. Like. I know I struggle with it and I ha- and it was this Bible study too that was like Good. you are not going to mess your kids up I love, like I God mean, that just makes me so happy. has yeah. their purpose and their plan and yeah we make mistakes and yeah. yes we can do things that 
that hurt them, but yeah. God's going to use that for his glory. Yeah. And so there's beauty from ashes, which I love that yes, saying yes. it's on a t-shirt, yes. you know, like let's bring in both businesses. So, um, yeah, just taking, God will take what we yeah. mess up, yeah. you know, and something else. Yeah. I'm getting excited now. No, Look, keep I'm, going. Like I'm starting yeah, now. Ashes, let's go, let's go. <laughs> One thing that, um, really spoke to me was, in talking about like not messing up our kids. Yeah. And there's a saying that came out and I'm trying to remember how it goes. I might not, I might mess it up. Oh, okay. So in that book, she talks about weaknesses uh-huh. and that we can be thankful for our weaknesses. Yeah. And I was like, my weaknesses drive me crazy. You know, sure. like the weaknesses of being a mom, like sure. that's like in that sense. Sure. And she talks about how our weaknesses draw us back to Christ. Like God, like our weaknesses have passed through God's hands and it's those weaknesses that draw us back to him. And it like a light bulb went off and Uh. I'm like, I am thankful for my weaknesses and I'm okay in saying that. I feel so much God on that. That is such an amazing concept that our weaknesses have passed through God's hands. Yes. Because he made us. Yes. He knew us before we were here. And so not to hold the burden that we're weak because we've created that weakness, right. but that God's allowed that weakness right. with such purpose. And boom, mic drop, we're done. That I is know. good. We can end on that note. Praise <laughs> so God. Good. Give him the glory. No, I just so love that. it is. Like that was the, and it really impa- it impacted our whole group because oh, so good. You can sit there and at the end of the day, you're like, mm, I didn't do this day well. Yeah. And you can be like, you know what? Thank you. Mm. Thank you for the weaknesses that I had because yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do this day without you. Right. You know? Right. So we come back to that whole place. That is so good. So, yeah. I was, Thank you for it, sharing mm-hmm. that. Well, I, I love it. it. Got, you got me going. I know. Jogged your memory. Okay I yeah. love that. So I do want to talk briefly about how, I mean, all of this is such incredible, like, take-me-homes for for women in general. Um, But I feel like there's also a lot of take-me-homes for dads and men that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, from sharing from our own experiences, where in that moment that kind of brought you to your knees in fullness Mm -hmm. to say, yeah, I, I thought I knew who I was, but now, God, I need you to really pick me up and show me fully in this scenario. Explain that to people, however you feel like. Okay. Um, being conscientious of people and stuff. So I will go kind of surface deep, but a little bit deeper. Is Uh that okay right now? That's perfect. And that's just to protect, um, our, like not everybody knows everything. So, okay. So, um, I would say seven and a half years ago, my identity was rocked. Um, I had always had this image of what a wife was and, um, I think we get married and we do all of these things and it could have been my, my perception was off, which it it definitely was at this time, but I did stuff in the sense of keeping my husband. Does that make sense? So I got married and I cooked dinner every night Mm -hmm. and I had laundry done and we went on vacation and we, I mean, we did stuff like we were, we were the best of friends. Yeah. Um, but there was a component in our relationship missing and we weren't necessarily evenly yoked. I had a relationship with Christ my whole life. Um, and whereas he went to church, it was more religion versus relationship. So, um, there came a time in our marriage that our marriage was, um, questioned Mm -hmm. and it was the hardest time of my life and where my identity, I wanted to say, look, I've been the best wife. And I've made mistakes, don't yeah. get me wrong, but I came into this saying, I want to do everything right. Yeah. Still things happen. Yeah. Um, and so really that kind of took the burden of having to do everything right and yeah. be right and strive. Um, because I was like, it ha- things happened anyway. Regardless. There's right. nothing I could have done. Right. And those things that were happening and going on and, was a personal battle on the other side. Yeah, sure. And so many times us as women have, we, we internalize and yeah. we take, that's us. Totally. You know? And so I, you internalize it and you're like, I've been this person, mm-hmm. but who am I now? And where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. 
And that's where God said, who are you? Like, I have called you by name since you were young. I have followed you through. And if you just take this one step, I will meet you with the other one. And that's where it was. So um, Paul and I walked through a very hard time about seven and a half years ago. Um, where we seeked counseling yeah. and of course more of this is coming out because there is yeah. a book coming out from prodigal to princess that will, so um, in the couple years to come, yeah. um, which has been put on my heart, but it just talks about our testimony as husband and wife and yeah. where God got a hold of his heart and yeah. got a hold of the things he was struggling with his identity as well. Um, living in a separate identity, but being a father because he is an amazing dad like that. Like he is the dad that the girls go to, they wrestle with. Like I actually, before knowing there was issues or underlying problems, lived through my girls because I still got to see the dad he was. Now looking back, the husband that he was, was disconnected. And so, um, now I've just been able to see God's grace and mercy in his life. And what made at first, I wasn't yeah. in the mindset to be like, we can do this. Yeah. Um, but it was a friend coming in and saying, no, you're going to fight. Yeah. And I was like, okay, God, like, I guess I'm going to fight. Yeah. I didn't want to fight, yeah, you know? Absolutely. Um, and it was in that time that God told me I would fight and to take one step. And again, he would yeah. meet it with the next. And yeah. that's what I did. Yeah. And to watch um, to watch a man's life yeah. who struggled with identity and not knowing who he was. And come full circle and watch God's grace and mercy. And that's where I could go on because I was like, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Yeah. And I have messed up big and I have hurt others. And how can he knows I have a relationship with Christ, you know, how can I say, sorry, like the buck stops here. This isn't going to work than to bestow grace and mercy Mm -hmm. on him. Like if I'm living what Jesus is and I'm supposed to be living the hands and feet of Jesus, this is my time to show Mm -hmm. my husband who I love Mm -hmm. that I forgive you, you know, like, so that's incredible. And then even too, how much better and how much sweeter and how much more intact your marriage has is mm. now. The example that it gets to be for your daughters in the good, goodness of that, mm. in the ages that they are now, in, right. the, in recognizing and seeing, okay, I have an amazing dad, but I also have an amazing father to figure that mm. is the spouse to my mom. Mm. And that, that like Waverly told me yesterday, she's, or no, it was Cooper, she, he said, it's so neat because you call dad babe and he calls you babe, but really you're mama and he's dada. So you guys have like the same name, but it's a different oh, name. I'm like, I love That's kind of that. wise though right? for like, him to pick. You're right, babe. Yeah. And let's wait right back at him. He's like, I'm not a babe. So just so interesting that they, they are going to be able to perceive now what you know you want your daughters to walk into from a relationship standpoint. And you can say these qualities, and they're the same qualities that Paul has always had. He has. But now are illuminated in the goodness of the Lord. Absolutely. And God, again, gets the The glory. glory. Yeah. He gets his name on the billboard Mm -hmm. instead of Gary Andrus, the miraculous husband. It is... God, the good father who bred and born and taught and, and sculpted this man. And I love because God, because God, yes, it's not, it all is. And that's every angle. I mean, even now I have friends who knew me prior to walking back, um, in the graces of the Lord and see me now. And we've had, we were really close then and we're really close now. Mm -hmm. There was no break during that time. They wouldn't even probably know what was happening internally or even within my home or externally, because I do feel like there's this before and after photo of me. I can literally see it in my mind when I think of myself circa 2000, mm-hmm. 2010. Right. And um, it's so interesting when I have conversations with them. They're, they just have this look about them. And maybe it's because I'm more present with them that I'm just intrigued just as much mm-hmm. as they might be. Like, what happened to you? What, what occurred 
I want to know your testimony. I want to know what it is. And it's, I can't give them one, one line. I can't give them one situation. And it's just like you, you can't give one predicament that makes you who you are right now or makes your life the fullness of what it is right right now. Or again, even when your obituary is read many, many, many years from now, many, many, (laughs) there's not going to be, Oh, that one time she did this, she was miraculous. It is so much more than that. Just as God's, the Bible isn't one story. Jesus's life, though he only lived the three years in the fullness of his even comprehension of identity, The 33 years that he lived all had such great purpose Mm -hmm. to go and study to be a rabbi with all the other Jewish cultures. Like there was so much importance to that Mm -hmm. from the time he was born until he was 12. And then to be a carpenter and work in that, like there's just so much to our lives that no one can pinpoint. We can't even pinpoint that, that molding process. Mm -hmm. And I just think of like, again, it's like being tousled in the wave and like, here we are as a pearl. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It didn't start that right. way. And now someone sees it and they're like, oh, you're gorgeous. Well, it took a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse my language. It, did. it took yes. many waves and many storms and many very difficult sand particles refining up against yes, this situation. Uncomfortable parts. And I'm not even done yet. You're not even done yet. Mm, Your relationship isn't even done yet. So imagine the shine and the glimmer and like why my word illuminate. I want to illuminate women. I don't want to illuminate those marriages and really just the internal beauty of the Lord on the outside of who we are as people because we're all that beautiful. We all have that ability. We all have the, the strength. And the grace to stand in front of the mirror and say, just like you did when you were a little girl, I am beautiful. Mm -hmm. Because you're not yours. You're his. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I keep keep thinking. You have such a gift in your word illuminate. Like, that's Mm -hmm. what you do. Like, it is. I wish that even some of these people that um, tune in and listen, they don't get the opportunity or the privilege or the gift to meet you, right? I mean, maybe later sure. they will, but you do. You can walk in a room. Like I said, I took, I dashed for I you on that day. Huh? I was like, I know who she is. Like uh, my heart is connected to her through the stories, through those things, just because you can illuminate feelings inside your writing, um, following you and just reading everything you have, you have a way just to bring it to life, Mm -hmm. to bring from darkness to light. Do you know what I mean? So, yes. So you you have such a gift and you've been a gift to me. Likewise. In that sense. I'm so so excited to see as like God continues to pearlize us. Yes. I'm totally going to use that. I love that. Yes. Analogy that just came. Good job. Um, But as he continues to do that, Mm -hmm. like what that process is going to be like. And I think, you know, just as the Bible says, iron sharpens iron. So will two pearls shine another. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. I'm writing right here. I'm writing. You are. You are going to write it. It's going in those notes. I know that you are. It totally is. Pearl, pearl. But it's just so true. And I'm, I'm excited for that. And that's like where that word expectancy comes from that, like how I can walk into situation by situation. And I would encourage people to do that. It's not about expectation. It's about the expectancy of what God can do do. in it. Mm -hmm. Not about what you would have the other person do or even how you would act. Yeah. And I think that's where my word, when God put on my heart identity because we are not all promised that our testimonies are going to come out even in marriage like mine did. We are not. And there are some amazing women that I have met that I've got to mentor that some did and some did not. But the component that brought me back to that was if they still know their identity, Mm -hmm. they are still that person in God and God has them and God sees what he has for them. And though it did not turn out the same because we are not promised we live in a sinful world and people have choices. That identity is still theirs to keep. They still get to cling on to that. So I think in the sense where we can share our testimony and Paul and I come from a place of restored and renewed. And I tell everybody in that season of darkness, which was really, really, really dark. Like Mm -hmm. I'm talking about 
turning on plum the music that she played and just banging on my steering wheel Mm -hmm. and crying out to god to say why like i was abandoned as a kid i by my father i grew up with another dad that had addiction issues like this man too like why but if i would know what i knew then what the richness of it all came to i would walk through it all over again yeah but we're not all promised that it's going to be exactly like that. Yeah. However, God is good. Yeah, all the and time. there is joy above our circumstances. And that is what I held to. And we are called to run a race. Yeah. And so identity full circle comes around is we're not sure. Like not everybody's marriages are going to come back together. Not everybody's whatever it is, their valley yeah. is yeah. going to be completely the same yeah. once they go through it. But girlfriend, God is faithful on the other side. Like God has a purpose for this. And though it's passing through his fingers, he may not have created it. There's a lot of things he doesn't, he allows them to pass through our fingers because when we can't see on the other side, he can. Yeah, so true. So true. And it doesn't make it any easier when you're walking through it, but it is the peace. If you can understand that peace that transcends all understanding, all understanding. And we so desperately as humans and in this culture of, of needing to know the answer to everything, Mm -hmm. just Google it. You can't Google stuff like this. Yeah. You can't, you cannot Google it. You, and, and honestly, like I've been to many therapists. I go to a therapist on the regular. I think it's a mandate. It should be a mandate to be an American. I agree. (laughs) Or a human really, but American specifically. Things are heavy nowadays. Social media, you're open to everything. Like things always coming to you. And even, even my therapist doesn't have the answer to every situation. Mm -hmm. I've seen her jaw drop and, Mm -hmm. and we're both sitting there just like, let's pray because we can't figure it out. Yeah. And, and I would just encourage women to know and men to know, because Mm -hmm. I think that this situation has also happened from the vice versa standpoint Mm -hmm. and you feel broken and you feel lost and you can't comprehend why me, just like you said, Mm -hmm. but it's not about you even Mm -hmm. still it's about God. And so let him take the honor over the situation. Let him provide the peace to the situation by being patient and doing exactly what you did. One step. One step. That's it. One step. God says, have faith with that one step. I will meet you at the next. And you know what? One day became the next day that became the next day. And the pain became less. And you're like, God, I thought I would be in this place forever. Like I thought, but God is so good. Yeah. And he renews and restores. He took us through a process of just um, asking for forgiveness in that sense together and then redeeming it by being able to come into other people's lives and other people's marriages to say, you know, we are here. Like we believe in you. We believe in the power that God has set out for marriages Mm -hmm. and we're going to walk beside you. And actually that brings up locally here in Hampton Roads area, I am doing a Bible study through Reclaimed Ministries. Yeah, it was Stephanie. She was on what? Episode three? Episode three or four was Stephanie Brosma. Yes. Yes. And that actually was one of the doors that were open that you helped open. But locally, we are offering it here. And it's just for brides that are walking through brokenness that needs somebody that says, look, I'm in a hard place. I need to walk this out with somebody. Um, So we, they can go to social media and send me a message. They can go to Reclaimed Ministries. Yep. Um, dot com as yep. well, and um, just send them a note saying, "Look, I'm looking for that Bible oh, study," so and we offer that and walk through that. And that's just one way of God redeeming, saying, yes. "Look, I can take this story, beauty from ashes, oh, and so we're going to make it beautiful." And He uses He uses every bit of our testimony in some way, shape, or form, whether it's literally just for our own heart. Right. And and I am all for vulnerability and honesty and speaking out. But I also comprehend very, very importantly that there are some things that are are covenant. Mm -hmm. There are some things that you don't have to share every single bit of that, that that is just between you and the Lord. And that that is something that you can seek forgiveness over, that you can be restored over, Mm -hmm. that you can be brand new in his creation, that he can give you a new name and it can be the exact same name that you had yesterday Mm -hmm. with a brand new shine to Mm -hmm. it. And so just know that that's 
also available that you aren't necessarily called to open a ministry and open a business and do all these things. (laughs) Though I do believe God will use all of those things, even the covenant pieces of your heart to restore people because that's what we're here. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And if we're only selfishly keeping the goodness of what God has done in our lives to ourselves, we are therefore not walking out the testimony that I believe God has for all of us, which is to shed light on those pieces of our lives. And you could be so delicate in sharing light, like you said, and like me keeping it surface deep. And that's just, that's my own husband's story to tell too. He has such a component of this that's so much deeper and that, and that's his story to tell one day. And out of my respect for him and love for him, um, I let him tell me. Yeah, you can't. You cannot share somebody else's identity story. No, somebody no. else's come to Jesus moment. No. It doesn't work. And it and it, you both are changed mm-hmm. in. I like. I think even Stephanie said there is responsibility on both sides. Yeah. And when that responsibility is walked through, and you go through all that, you both are changed differently. That's so true. And so, whereas I am changed differently, that's yeah. my story to right. tell, and right. I can tell it surface deep. Yeah. That protects still. Yeah the privacy of it all. Absolutely. Um, but also in the sense to say we're here, yeah. both of us, if you want to come to us privately yeah. and, and that's, we will yeah. spill the beans, but that's a place to walk out with other people to right. say, look, we believe in you. We believe in the power of what God can do in a marriage. That's so good. Well, I'm just so thankful for the time. I pray that anyone that was listening today just feels touched by you because I swear every time you open your mouth when you are talking about Jesus or really even anything, you just have this gentleness and calmness about you that creates this open this open opportunity. And I don't think that even pastors who have mega churches have that same capacity to offer an invitation. And so this in and of itself is an invitation to women. It's an invitation to men. It's an invitation to marriages and mothers and um, just women in general to go from that space that felt like dark, Mm -hmm. that felt unbeautiful and tainted into the light, into this beautiful space and go from prodigal to princess. Mm, Thank you. And to God be the glory. Like I... Amen, girl. I love it. I can't wait to see what the future holds for it. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, y'all. I hope in today's episode, you sense an ignite to an ember within you. Something mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually moving that creates and sustains a fire within your wholeness journey. Before you go, let's solidify the flame. I'd love for you to take a step right now in declaring your takeaway. By snapping a pic of the episode you tuned into, share your sparked moment and tag me at Fit and Faith with the hashtag Fit and Faith Podcast so I can help you stay accountable. We're in this together, right? Community over competition is the motto. I'd also be incredibly grateful if you took an extra second to leave a review on iTunes or your podcast listening app. Let's fuel the flame and share the gift of wholeness with everybody. Until next time, Cheers to your health and happiness. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.